Pastor Chooks, along with his wife, Pastor Toyin, are the lead pastors of Resurrection Life Church in Johannesburg, South Africa. Through them, God is raising an army of ordinary men and women who are transforming and uplifting the standard of life in their communities through understanding and applying biblical principles. Pastor Chooks and Pastor Toyin frequently host workshops, seminars and conferences for transformation and uplifting of the complete man, complete woman and wholesome families. Some of the events and programs include the Dream Achievers Seminars and Conferences, Kingdom Financiers Conferences, Marriage Enrichment Courses and Seminars, For Wives Only Seminars, Single Ladies Boot Camps, Limitless Men's Seminars. They are also the founders of the Power of Women Academy, a group mentorship for high-impact women. They also host the annual Power of Women Conferences and Events. For more information, please visit www.idelight.co.za and www.reslife.org.za or WhatsApp plus 27814210835. Hi, good evening. Welcome to another edition of Thank God It's Friday. It's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Uh, we have been on a, a three weeks break, the conference, and then, no, no, two weeks, uh, we have not had Thank God it's Friday. So, thank God, thank God it's Friday's back. Hallelujah. All right, welcome to tonight's show, tonight's uh, session. Thank God it's Friday is our relationship uh, timeout where we teach and share on the subject of relationships one of the things that god has blessed us with is wisdom and anointing around the subject of relationships and and we are very grateful to god for the opportunity to share his word opportunity to share wisdom that helped to build solid relationships well tonight i am continuing on our conversation on dating in 4d uh, today would be part three, dating in 4D, part three. So this is for all the single people. I want you to uh, share, start a watch party. If you are watching on Facebook, share the link. Uh, if you are on YouTube, let someone know. Thank God this Friday is on and let's do this thing. Tonight, we are discussing the four Ds of dating, dating in 4D. Uh, what 4D stands for is the do's of dating, the don'ts of dating, the dares, the things you dare to do when you are dating someone, and then the dilemmas, the things you need to be careful, the things that you need to watch out for, and, and that's how I've tried to uh, capture the wisdom around dating. Dating is such an important thing for a believer, for anybody actually. And even more so now with all the things that are going on and all the ideologies that are out there, you as a child of God, you still want to do things right. Number one, you still want to uh, um, be pleasing and honoring to God in your dating uh, endeavors. And at the same time, you want to end up with the right um, person at the end of the dating because dating is supposed to have an objective okay so you don't want to waste your time you don't want to be hurt you don't want to destroy your future so that's why you want to pay attention to a seminar like this to a session of teaching like this on uh on 
on the wisdom of God around dating. So, dating in 4D, part 3. Alright, let's get on with it. I'm going to share a number of do's. Then I'm going to share some don'ts. And I'm going to share some dares. And I'm going to share some dilemmas. I'm hoping that our time will allow me to go as, fast, uh, as far as I can to unpack quite a few uh, uh, points and wisdom that you can work with that can help you uh, navigate your dating journey. So all the single people out there, please, uh, this is your moment to uh, receive wisdom. Okay, so the do's. So I'm going to share maybe five, six do's, then I go to don'ts, then I go to dares, then I go to dilemmas, and we can wrap it up for tonight. All right. The do's. The first do is do examine and audit the list of friends and close associates of the one that you are dating. Examine the, the kind of friends that they are keeping. Do an audit. They say birds of the same feather flock together. Someone put this in a in big English, birds of identical plumage <laughs> congregate in the nearest vicinity. <laughs> it's true. Birds of the same feather flock together. Uh, so when you check all the friends of this girl that you are dating, and all of them are uh, of a certain behavior uh, pattern, they have a certain lifestyle, it tells you that she must be one of them. If the man that you're dating, all, their all his friends are, are gangsters, for instance, I'm telling you, he's either he's a gangster or he has an affinity towards that kind of lifestyle. If the man that you're dating, all his friends are a, a womanizers and cheaters, mm -mm, and he, you think he's going to be different. If those are his friends, and you see what his friends are up to. I can tell you now, if he's comfortable that his friends are doing such, he, he is definitely one of them. So, examine and audit their list of friends. In that, how, one of the ways to know a person is to check out the people that they hang out with. Where, how also to know where a person is headed. Check out the relationships they are pursuing, the relationships they are trying to make happen. That will give you an idea of where they're going in life. See, if a man is pursuing people uh, uh, that have political connection, people that, you know, that work in the corridors of power, I can tell you now that they have aspirations in that direction. That's how they are pursuing relationships in that area. If a man is pursuing relationships with millionaires or billionaires and people who are doing well and so on and so forth, it's most likely that they have started a business or they want to start one. And, you know, a friend, the list of friends that a person keeps tells you a lot about the person's present and the person's future. Let me say that again. The kind of friends that a person is keeping tells you a lot about their present and their future. So, when you look at the kind of people that they are relating with or they are pursuing to relate with, you ask yourself, is that a future you want to identify with? Is that a future you want to identify with? 
that will help you make a decision whether this relationship should continue or not. So, do that audit. Do, do that audit. Also, do an audit of your own relationships. What, what kind of people are you hanging with? What kind of people are you aspiring to hang with? Please understand this, that your, your associations and your friendships give away a lot about you. You know, you know I, I, I do it. When I get to meet someone and I want to find out a bit about them, I actually go on their social media handles, uh, Facebook, Instagram, you know, whatnot, to just go and check. And, and check who are their friends, who are they hanging with. I, I check those things. I check the kind of pictures they're posting with their friends. What are they doing in those pictures? It gives me an idea of how their mind is working. It gives me an idea of wh what their values are, what kind of person they are, you know, if they meet what it is that I'm looking for uh, with regards to connecting with them. So, don't think that People are not going to judge you by the kind of friends you keep. <laughs> People are going to judge you by the kind of friends you keep. People are going to make decisions. People are going to make assumptions or presumptions based on the kind of people that you hang out with. It's true. So, examine and audit their list of friends and close associates. The people that they're hanging with, please examine it. People often relate with people based on their own needs and their values. Based on their own needs and their values, they determine who they relate with, who they connect with. If all their friends are spiritually shallow, it means that they are shallow. <laughs> it's true. If all their friends are spiritually shallow, don't be fooled. They are spiritually shallow. If all their friends are serious-minded believers, you know, ministers who are serving in their local church who are doing well you know in the things of god i can tell you now they are of that of that uh, of that grouping see two cannot work together except they agree the bible tells us that amos chapter 3 verse 3 two cannot work together except they agree so people find agreement then they work together people find agreement a resonance with whosoever and then that determines who um how they you know navigate with that person so make an audit of their list of friends and their close associates it gives you an idea of who they are it gives you an idea of what they value it gives you an idea of what their aspirations are you know someone can open their mouth and tell you oh you know how they want to build several businesses how they want to be mega entrepreneur and so on and so forth how do you know whether they're serious or not? Check their list of friends. How many of their friends are mega entrepreneurs? How many of their friends are the people they are aspiring to become their friends? How many of them are pursuing big things? Don't be fooled. You know, he can tell you, oh, he's working on this, he's working on this, he's working on this. Check the people that he's related with. If all the people around him are never to do well, if all the people are around him are people who are unemployed i am telling you now that guy is not serious about the dreams he's a big dreamer who is an unreality addict he is addicted to unreality 
he is so addicted to all reality it's not funny and that, that guy is going to give you real real problems <laughs> going forward so so how do you know whether this person is a realistic person this person is a serious-minded person is an audit of their friends so if they tell you that this is where they are going in life or this is where they want to go and they don't have friends who are already there they don't have you know relationships with people who are already there uh -uh, they are not going there they are just talking they are big talkers they are not talking you see a man who wants to to build big businesses we must necessarily learn from people who have built big businesses. A man who wants to build big ministry, he must necessarily learn from people who have built big ministry. So if he's telling you all these big dreams, but you check and you see that the relationships they have are of mediocre people, I can tell you now, they are not serious. Okay, so examine, that's the first do. Examine and audit their list of friends and close associates. All right, number two, do for tonight do demand righteousness from them but not perfection demand righteousness from them but not perfection a righteous person stays connected to god his source a righteous person what does it mean to be righteous to be righteous means to be in right standing with god that's what it means to be righteous to be in right standing with god so, so a righteous person seeks to please God, seeks to be in right standing with God. So, so you see that the passion of your heart is to please God. The passion of their heart is to connect with God and, 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 and please Him. When he fails or when she fails and make a mistake, a righteous man gets up and keeps going. <laughs> the Bible says, in a righteous man falls seven times and gets, gets up and keeps going. Now, let, let me show you one scripture. In Proverbs chapter 24, Proverbs 24 verse uh, 16. Proverbs 24 verse 16. Let, let me just read that out for you uh, from the Amplified Bible. Amplified Bible, tw 24 Proverbs uh, verse 16. It says, For a righteous man falls seven times and rises again. He falls seven times and rises again. But the wicked are overthrown by calamity. Why does a righteous man fall seven times? Seven is the number of perversion in scriptures. So for him to fall seven times means he falls perfectly. But he rises again. He gets up. Why does he get up when he falls? Because he is rightly connected with God. So, and, and because he's connected with God, let me tell you something about the God we serve. He helps the struggling person. <laughs> he helps the struggling person. So if this guy or this lady is rightly connected with God, every time before they get up and they keep going, that, those, are, those, those are the qualities you need to look out for. Not perfection. None of us is there. Not even you. You are not perfect. You are not, you know, you don't have it all together. So why demand what you don't have from someone else? So you're not demanding perfection, you're demanding righteousness. And, and you, you need to demand it. You know, when they start doing things that are ungodly or inconsistent with the word of God, inconsistent with the character of Christ, you need to question it. You can't be dating somebody and they are, uh, uh, 
you know, breaking the law all the time and then you keep quiet. You went into the shop and next you see they shoplift and you keep quiet. Or they are overpaid and they don't return the excess money and you keep quiet. You know, or, or they are doing things at their place of work that is tantamount to fraud or corruption and you keep quiet. No, no, you're going to end up marrying a thief. And he's going to steal you. He's going to steal from you. He's going to steal things from you. So, because this is who he is. He's a thief. He steals. You know, I've heard, I've heard, you know, uh, 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 stories of, you know, people who get married to, to, you know, who they thought was a Christian, and their spouse is stealing from them. Their spouse will sneak their credit card and their debit card and go out and go to town with that credit card or debit card and, and amass huge amount of debt uh, for their spouse. No, man. That's why when you are dating somebody and they are doing things that are inconsistent with righteousness, question it. Question it. Okay? Do give... Okay, so so let me, let me carry on to number three for, for tonight. Do give each other input and feedback for mutual spiritual growth and edification. Give each other feedback for mutual growth. Give each other um, input. You know, they are wanting to embark on a spiritual journey. Give them input. Support them. Give feedback. Uh, encourage each other to grow in the things of God. Encourage each other to uh, be consistent with living out the Bible, with living out the Word of God. So, so when a person is uh, um, hanging around you, you, you want to make sure that you know they are who they say they are. So that's why you need to give feedback regularly, give input, you know, help them. Remember that the purpose of coming together in a relationship is to help each other grow help each other become better help each other become you know what god wants for each other the only person that will build a lasting relationship with you he others is someone who builds you up is someone who aspires for a better you that's the only person you can build a formidable relationship with you know a relationship that will pass the test of time because if someone is is interested in your future and is interested in investing in you and is interested in helping you become a better person that's the person that you want to hang with so how do you know this it's by inputs what are they inputting into your life and feedback listen if you are in a relationship with someone and you <laughs> you find out that you are becoming worse. You know, you are not, you are not growing in your goals. You are not growing in, in uh, the aspirations of your heart. And they are not giving you feedback. Ah, I have a problem with that relationship. So, one of the signs that you are in good company is that they give you feedback and give you input that helps you grow. That helps you become better. That helps you you know, push for your goals. Okay. So someone who is moving you away from your goals, someone who is moving you away from your dreams, uh, 
for me that's a big 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 question mark all right are you getting something tonight are you learning are you receiving all right let me go go um uh, one step further let me give you number four number four do number four i'm going to do six do's so number four be comforting as much as challenging be a source of comfort but at the same time be a source of challenge to push them don't be too harsh you know when they make a mistake we all make mistakes so don't be too harsh don't be judgmental you know you know don't don't be um self-righteous that's what i'm looking for don't be too harsh and do not be too soft or accommodating of wrongdoing so be comforting as much as challenging be both at all times be both at all times all right number four number five now let your dating agenda tempo texture and choices be ruled and controlled by number one so your dating agenda the the tempo of the relationship the texture of the relationship and the choices that are made around the relationship you want all of that to be controlled by number one god number two their goals once god the god question is answered next is where are they going and do they have goals are they aspiring towards an objective towards a destination their goals number three is their value system their values what do they believe in you know what 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 do they hold there those are things that you you want to <laughs> from the beginning make sure that you are you get a a proper view of of what it looks like for the future for this person all right number four is spiritual commitment spiritual commitment let the dating agenda be driven and controlled by their spiritual commitment when that is not there you are walking on dangerous ground with this person so when you are in the dating situation in a dating journey with somebody let the decisions you make let the take charge of the relationship the tempo of the relationship let it be determined by number one god if both of you fear god the 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 heart and the passion of god will rule what you do in the relationship so if you're meeting if you're dating someone who don't care about what god thinks you know they, they don't care about uh uh the principles of god they don't care about honoring god and you're dating them please understand that this is a disaster waiting to happen this is an accident waiting to happen all right let me give you the last do for tonight then i'm going to go to uh the don'ts and um and the, the dares and the dilemmas okay do keep your friendship pure do keep your friendship pure learn to enjoy pure friendship instead of seeking to transform every growing friendship into a romantic relationship or worse still a sexual relationship it's amazing how people are quick to transform a relationship into a sexual relationship 
People don't even know how to have a, a good Christian brother as a friend. People don't even know how to have a good Christian sister as a friend. They don't know. Everything must be sexual. Every relationship must go in that direction. That's something wrong. That's something wrong. For you, child of God, you need to have sisters. You need to have good friends in the opposite sex. You have to, you have to learn how to keep this relationship pure. Let your friendship with this person be pure. You see, people think marriage is about, you know, um, sexual intimacy. No. Marriage is about a friendship. Friendship pre uh, 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 predates any other thing in a relationship. What keeps a marriage going is the friendship between the man and the woman. So, and if in your dating days you haven't developed and built pure friendship, uh, I think the future holds a lot of trouble. Because what will keep you going when money has dried up is friendship. What will keep you going when there are no children is friendship. What is going to keep you going when um, things are not going well in one area or the other? It's friendship. So, keep the friendship pure. Watch out for it. Make sure that the friendship remains pure. You are the person who benefits from all of that if you do it. All right. Let's uh, go over now to the don'ts. Let's go over to the don'ts. I hope you are getting something tonight. The don'ts. The first don't for tonight is... Do not lie to the person that you're dating. Do not lie. It's amazing, and I see this all the time, how people are so quick to lie. Let me tell you something about lying. If you notice that this guy has, you know, been lying to you about things, or you are watching them lie to someone else, and you observe them lying, and you notice that they are not, uh, they don't have any conscience about it. They can just lie. Can I tell you something? This guy is a cheat. Or this lady is a cheat. They're going to lie. They're going to lie to you. They're going to lie about you. They're going to lie. It's because they do that. I was, I was once, you know, confronting a brother who, who worked for me. He, he worked for me as a, as a staff, you know, and I, I was so disgusted how he prided himself in his ability to lie, his ability to lie. And he had stories he was sharing with me, and he didn't know that, you know, I was, was listening to these things. I'm thinking, what kind of person is this who, who prides himself in his prowess, in his lying prowess, in his expertise in lying, in his skill, in, you know, in lying. He prides himself that he can lie. He tells me story how he lied to cops. He tells me stories how he lied to this. How, and he's so proud of his ability to come up with lies. And it was then I knew that uh, it's dangerous to continue to work with this guy. <laughs> because how do I know that the things he's telling me, that they're not lies? 
because he loves to lie. So I had to cut the relationship. It was a work relationship. I had to cut it because this guy is full of lies. So do not lie or you will attract and keep a liar. Do not lie or you will attract and keep a liar. Mm -hmm. When you see the person that you are dating, you know, they are constantly lying to their boss, they are constantly lying to their parents, they are constantly lying to their pastor, and you can see this lies and you keep quiet and you don't challenge it. Let me tell you what it is. You are attracting and you are going to keep a liar. So don't come back tomorrow and, and <sighs> excuse me, don't come back tomorrow and complain about their lying. No, you saw it and then um, you kept on, you know, going as if it doesn't matter. So if you lie, you're going to attract a liar. If you're a liar yourself, you need to repent tonight. If you, you know, find it easy to lie with no conscience, you need to repent because you're going to attract a liar. <laughs> you're going to attract a liar and you're going to build a relationship with a liar. And you're going to find out after investing emotions, investing time, investing energy and money in this relationship that this guy is a bundle of a chronic liar. So, be warned. So, do not lie or you will attract and keep a liar. Number two, don't for tonight. Don't become a parent emotionally or spiritually to them. Don't become a parent emotionally. You know, listen to this. Children grow and they leave their parents at some point. Eventually. Children do not remain children forever. So they grow and then they leave. So if you allow this person to make you emotionally parent them, that means that they're, they're emotional kids, even though they may be 35 years of age or 28 years of age or whatever age they are, you know, biologically. But if they're emotionally, if they're emotionally immature and they, they play to this thing where you have now started parenting them emotionally, let me tell you what's going to happen. They are going to grow up and they're going to leave you. Children grow up and they leave their parents. Every parent prays for when their child will leave home and go to you know, um, establish uh, themselves as a man or as a woman, get their own house, get their own things, and begin to stand on their own feet. Every parent is looking forward to that. So, so the destiny of a child is to grow up and leave the parent. So if you take on a person to start, you know, babying them emotionally, <laughs> they're not going to remain emotional infants forever. They're going to grow up and they're going to leave you. So when they leave you, you know, five years down the road, don't be surprised and say they broke your heart. No, no, no. They had grown up from emotional uh, infancy to, to emotional teenagers, to emotional, you know, young adults. To, and then they leave and they walk and they go away. You know, I know many people who have been so hurt because the person that they were dating just woke up one day and decided to walk away. It's, it's, you know, it's really, really um, um, painful. So avoid that. How do you know that someone is going to walk away in the future? 
one sign today is that they are emotional babies and they are you know they are taking on a posture that pushes you to emotionally parent them um it's the same thing you know when a woman is trying to spiritually parent a man it's a problem it's a problem sister <laughs> it's a problem don't emotionally parent um, um someone or spiritually parent a woman don't spiritually parent them they need to have a solid relationship with god independent of you independent of you they need to be able to you know uh, work with their god whether you're there or not so don't baby them emotionally don't baby them spiritually all right number three don't do not let your fear of being alone drive you to accept less than desirable or less than desired relationships don't you know because you're afraid of being alone uh you 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 can't stand being alone and single you want to be in a relationship don't let that fear drive you to accept uh less than desired behaviors from this person you know they beat you up but you still stay <laughs> you are going to become a punching bag when you get married if you ever get married to this person they 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 mess around and then you still tolerate it you you find them cheating you still tolerate it because you don't want to you know confront the truth and let them go no 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 you want to make sure that you are not allowing and entertaining and keeping behavior patterns that are uh, less than desirable let me give you some signs that you are allowing fear to to box you in into a relationship uh in a relationship that you're not saying anything you're not expressing yourself all right look, let me give you some signs number one putting up with behavior that is disrespectful putting up with behavior that is disrespectful hey let's say you you are going on a date or you agree to go on a date and you know you, you're supposed to maybe meet each other at the restaurant only for you to arrive there and find out that they are shabbily dressed that's disrespectful because if they considered you to be important they would dress well whoever goes to meet a president you know and they don't dress well nobody does that even if the meeting is a you know impromptu meeting they call you on short notice you will go and dress well to go and meet the president because you honor the president and you want to be seen in a best of light by the president so that's why you would dress well to go for a meeting if someone is coming for a meeting with you and they they come poorly dressed they come with dirty clothes that's a sign of disrespect don't put up with such behavior don't put up with such behavior you know sometimes even the disrespect can be verbal disrespect every time they talk to you they talk down at you they say things that are derogatory don't put it up with it don't put up with it number two number two sign given into things that are not consistent with your values given into things that are not consistent with your values just because you want to please somebody uh you're afraid of being alone no 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 don't give in to things that are inconsistent with your values okay your your values 
uh, let's say you have justice and fairness as part of your value system you you really hate injustice then 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 uh, <laughs> don't give in for this person to do things that are inconsistent with your values and you have to you have to tag along you have to go with it no no don't do that you know another thing that another sign that you are letting your fear of being alone drive you to accept less than desired relationships when you find yourself settling for less than you know than you know or really desire you're settling you know you had wa always wanted a man of this age bracket of this you know socioeconomic uh, uh, stature and so on and so forth and then you know because you feel time is going or whatever you decide to you know settle the problem with settling is that you will always regret not going for exactly what you teased that you wanted so don't settle for less than you know you um you you really desire and deserve let me give you a fourth one i'm talking about science i'm still on number three don't and i'm giving you signs to tell you that you are allowing fear fear of being alone to drive you and make you accept things so number four staying in staying in a relationship that you know has passed its sell by date the relationship has expired <laughs> and you know it that it has expired but you keep dragging it you keep dragging it no you know if it's expired there's no more spark they're not asking after you please end it call them and tell them it's over yeah don't stay in a relationship that you know that has expired and you keep you know dra being dragged along no don't do that or going back into a relationship that you know that truly it should be over with they they cheated on you they did so many bad things you walked away now you want to walk back in mm -mm. Mm -mm. getting into a relationship so number six getting into a relationship that you know is going nowhere you can tell this relationship is going nowhere and then you you know put your head inside no don't do that it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a sign that you are afraid of being alone uh, and is driving you to get into relationships. Number, number seven, <laughs> this one is very interesting. It's smothering the person you are dating with excessive needs or control. There are some people who are so obsessive in their insecurity that they are literally um, um, smothering the life out of you. They are choking you with control with manipulation with you know um, um micromanaging they, they, they're just smothering you that's that's not love so when someone is like you know you know that it's a bad sign so don't don't stay there all right let me give you how am i doing with time oh i'm almost there whoa okay let me give you one more do and then i'll go to the dares and the dilemmas and i close for today let me give you one more do. All right. Do not go into a relationship. So this, this is a don't, right? Sorry. So one more don't. Do not go into a relationship until you are sure that you don't need relationship to be happy. <laughs> do not go into a relationship until you are sure that you don't need relationship. 
happy. Why? Because if you need the relationship for you to be happy, they are going to control you. They are going to control you because you will find your emotions is in a roller coaster. Today you are up, tomorrow you are down. Today you are up, tomorrow you are down. Because whatever they do determines whether you are happy or not. No way. No way. You don't need them to be happy. You need to be happy for yourself, in yourself, by yourself. Independent of them. Yes. So, do not go into a relationship until you are sure that you don't need the relationship to be happy. The best time to get into a relationship is when you don't need to be in that relationship. That's the best time to get in. We, there's no need to be here. There's nothing, you know, it's not because of what they have, it's not because of what they're offering you. There is no need. Then you, you, you should get into a relationship when there's no need to be in a relationship. All right. Let me, let me share one there. And then one dilemma, and we will fold the cutting for tonight. All right, one there. There to be grown up and emotionally mature, which is evidenced by emotional independence and ability to resolve emotional issues without resorting to family or friends. It's a dare. Dare to be emotionally mature. If you are constantly having to, uh, you know, go to friends, go to friends to make a decision, go to family to make a decision, that means you are emotionally dependent. You are emotionally immature. All right, there to, uh, we are talking about there to be grown up and emotionally mature. All right, ability to deal with conflict and disagreement without throwing up an emotional volcano you see people who are so volatile you know everything triggers them everything just you know man they are not emotionally mature you know it's emotional immaturity that makes somebody blow up blow out you know start talking start is emotional immaturity where everything they just get emotional they start crying you know no 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 there to be emotionally mature because if you are if you are dating someone who is emotionally immature i can guarantee you that there will always be fights there will always be issues in the relationship okay let me give you the four the the second dare for tonight and then we're going to go to the dilemmas and i hope to be done shortly dare to deal with and be healed of the fear of being alone before looking for a relationship. A learner is healed by building intimacy with God. As you make God your object of first desire, every other person becomes number two in line, and that way you don't seek to meet God's needs from man. Does that make sense? Okay. Strengthen your relationship with safe, healthy Christians. We all need people we all need support systems in our lives so build solid you know healthy relationships with other christians okay let me give you some dilemmas my time is really uh, uh racing tonight and let me see how many i can take before we wrap it up for tonight 
Okay, so this is the fourth, the fourth D. I've done do's, don'ts, dares, and then dilemmas now. Well, number one dilemma for today is confronting issues head on and exercising temporal hold back. See, let me, let me talk about this. It takes time to build trust and build rapport that allows you the liberty and grace to lovingly confront issues that make you uncomfortable. There needs to have been some measure of trust, some measure of, of, of depth of connection that allows you to confront issues that are making you uncomfortable. But confront you must. How you do it is another ball game, but you have to. Okay? It can be premature to judge a situation correctly when you don't know someone very well. So there is that dilemma of confronting now or letting it slide for the moment. You know, there are some things you see and you, you want to watch it, maybe let it slide for now. And then if you see it repeat itself, then you confront it. See, it's not every issue that you confront head on and create, you know, enemies. No, it's, no, it's not every issue. So sometimes you let things slide and then you... You know, deal with them later. Okay. You must remember that grace must precede truth. Bible says grace and truth came by Jesus. You, you, you need to be gracious to speak the truth. Remember the Bible says speak the truth in love. Truth must be spoken in love. So if there is no love, don't speak the truth. The truth is going to do damage. All right. Another dilemma that you know we face in relationships is different levels of spiritual connection and commitment. It's a dilemma. When you're dating someone who is at a different frequency from you spiritually, there's a problem. Because you will always have that challenge. So, uh, you want to uh, you know, consider that dilemma. Okay. Let me give you the last dilemma for today and then I'm done. Decide which preference is minor and which preference is major. Don't major on minors and don't minor on majors. We all have preferences for things. Decide which one is a minor preference, something that you can just let slide or let go, and the major ones. Okay? Know which preference to live with and the ones you must not accommodate. Do not be stuck up with a pipe dream list of preferences. God may have some surprises for you because he knows something you don't know. Alright, so that's how much I can do for this evening. I'm excited uh, for the things that I've already shared. I can't take any more because our time is up for tonight. But if I have helped you, if you've learned something, we'd like to hear from you. There's a WhatsApp number on the screen. Uh, send us a WhatsApp and, and just tell us what blessed you. You know, you can also do this on the comment section on Facebook or do this on, on the comment section on YouTube. Just tell us what blessed you most on any of the points that I shared. Also, I would love to take questions next Friday. So if you have uh, any questions from the things that I've shared, you might want to, you know, send them on to that WhatsApp number, plus 27814210835, and I will, you know, address the questions next week when we gather together another Friday 
um, at 7 p.m. South African time. All right. Thank you very much for hanging with me tonight. Uh, I hope to hear from you uh, and keep this thing pure, keep it simple, keep it going, keep it vibrant, and may the Lord bless your relationships, the Lord bless your efforts uh, to find the one that, you know, um, stays with you for the rest of your life. Well, God bless you. Good night. I'll see you next Friday for another edition of Thank God It's Friday. Good night. There comes a time in your life when you need a change, an upgrade. You need upliftment. You need lasting results. You just want your life to be real. You need your life to be meaningful, deep, full, purposeful, and easy. You're looking for enlargement, amplification, increase, strengthening. You're looking for growth in your life. You want leverage, strategic advantage, gain and favor, ability to influence, clout and strength. Join us at Resurrection Life Church every Sunday. Visit our website .reslife.org.za for more information. Make this year your year of being real. Embrace rapid enlargement and leverage. It is your time.